been a while, it's only right that we get into it, right? <laughs> yeah, especially in the land of COVID. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, there's nothing socially distant about this. Welcome to another edition. Dude, it's been so long. It's been so like, long. Are we going to rebrand? <laughs> to what? <laughs> to, to, to what Charlie has always wanted. What? Born uh, in Triple County? No, born in Connecticut. <laughs> sure. At this point, sure. But, like, we then if we're going to do that, then... Does every single discussion or episode have to be, at some point, has to highlight or talk about something in Connecticut? Not yes. necessarily that we're bored of, but it has to like what, like be, an, an an attraction, an attraction or a struggle or something that we don't like. <laughs> There's plenty of that. Yeah, let me tell you. Um, yeah, so yeah, we probably should or do something. I don't know, but then I have to get a new logo. I like our logo. But I mean, yeah, because this board in board in Connecticut doesn't fit on the front of that. I mean, I can change it. Jar. It's not that hard to do. Yeah. Um. So, uh, because I am in the process of moving, or sort of moving, um, I could only find one mic. So Nate and I are kind of huddled around this mic together, uh, because it, we really, at least for the past three or four, we haven't been able to like get our electronics right. Yes, I think the episode will. He yeah. and I were sharing a microphone. That's right. Because we couldn't get th- the three splice to work. Right. Uh, yeah, we've had a couple technical issues. We have not been good podcasters holding up no. our end of the bargain on the content, though. Uh, no, that's true. That's very so, true. I'd be surprised if anybody even listens to this episode outside of you and me. <laughs> like, Maybe Bill. Oh, man, wait, we sounded great on that one microphone. That was awesome. Yeah, nobody else heard it. But we got to work on it because I do... I now have... I have uh, my own apartment again, which you is... You do. You're not living with your parents. Which is wonderful. Um, and I have a, a den, an office, where yeah. I have set up my podcasting station. Right. Um, and I will say that using the using Zoom to podcast is actually very effective. And it, it works really well. What I haven't noticed... Uh, do you have the same? It's if you as long as you have a microphone, you have the same recording quality like we have um, here. Or? Yeah, sometimes it gets a little, for lack of a better term, pixelated. Like it sounds a little digital. Okay, um, and that's just if the Wi-Fi is not fantastic. Gotcha. But yeah, for the most part, um, like when I record on my phone here, or when I record on my computer here, it's basically taking this signal and driving it right into my computer, and then right. the person whose Zoom I'm recording. That can be a little tinny. Is that how you do it with your buddy? When I cheat on you with yeah. my other podcast? Um, yeah. Take the ride. <coughs> that's why, yeah, that's why we haven't been doing any episodes is because you're getting your fill in uh, with Take the Ride. Well, my other buddy doesn't work. So it's uh, it's very easy to schedule because I'll just be like, hey, man, you want to record right now? And he'll, he'll be like, okay. He'll be like, uh, let me check my <laughs> schedule. Yes. Yeah, but you have uh, <clears throat> not only a job, but uh, a wife and. Uh, a family, so yeah, it's a little harder for you to, yeah. to schedule. Uh, plus, it's the summer; it's just hard to like. A lot of stuff's going on, and it's COVID. So like, it's the land of COVID, man. It's changing things. It is changing things. Um, I, I I did want to uh, talk about this. I think you and I are, are both going through a lot of changes. With we our are bodies. experiencing a lot of changes. And I don't know. It's not my body. No, that's true. Um, I don't know if you want to reveal the uh, news on on. Yeah, tell all. Tell all nine people. Yeah. Tell I'm, I'm having a baby girl. You are or your wife My is? My wife is. So yeah, that's always weird. Changing. They're like, we're pregnant. Like, I hate the we of we're pregnant. I, I would agree. I appreciate the fact that it's a supportive statement. Mm. You know, it's... Mm-hmm the you know it's not even the royal we it's like no we as a couple right are, yes. are expecting a child but that's exactly it you're expecting a child but right. otherwise you're like yeah gracie's pregnant but then when you say that it's also like okay she's pregnant did you get her pregnant are you <laughs> yeah. the father it's just like it's it's such a weird yeah can be such a weird singular statement but it needs to be a joint thing because yes. it's obviously a joint effort Raising child <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. To, to get pregnant. Yes, it's, I, I believe that's a joint effort. Uh, not really with me and my wife, but... Um, it's yeah. a it's an extremely joint effort. It required an entire hospital. <laughs> that's for, true, yeah. For and a few other that. people, too. Yeah. Um, but then also the term of like expecting. like It's like, I expect things in the mail. Like, I've ordered this thing on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I expect it to come. Yeah. Versus like, 
Uh, maybe it sounds like maybe it will come. Maybe, you know, I'm expecting it to happen. Yeah, but you are expecting it on a particular delivery date, and it doesn't come generally exactly on that date. Uh, also true. Yep, very true. I wonder. This would be a good statistic to find. How many? Like when a when a doctor gives a delivery date, how many babies are actually born on the expected delivery it. date? Yeah, I that's great. I don't know. That's a really good question. That would be good. Should should we do some real time? Yeah, you looked that up, man. Google searching. All right, so, so rant. Um, what was uh like, like when I found out that we were pregnant? I like flipped out, right? Because we've been trying for a while. You know, uh, we went through IVF, um, so we kind of knew that we were going to be pregnant. But when we found out that it took. Um, the second time uh we were, i was like stoked i was super excited uh when i found out i was having a girl i was super excited um but we were really expecting it i feel like you guys probably weren't expecting it as much so like yeah, we wh- weren't expecting it basically period full stop okay so first reaction like like gracie says hey uh i'm late well, so obviously, yeah, we knew something was up. It was like, okay, either if you're not pregnant, then something's something's up, and we need to figure out medically what's going on. So, like, right. let's let's be you know calm, collected, realistic about about this. But when you even hear that, like, oh, something's up, like, I mean, in the back of your mind, you had to think, oh, maybe she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah. By week five, like, not oh, to get yeah. not well, to get into like the details of whatever. But were you excited, like, at the prospect of that, or were you, yes, okay. yeah, yeah, for sure. We we both were like a little excited about it, but it was also okay. This isn't exactly what we were planning right now. We had yeah. we thought about it. We talked about it. Funny enough, though, uh, like t- ten days or two weeks before we like really started thinking this was a possibility, we had sort of a uh, a come to Jesus, Jesus moment where we were uh, out for a hike and said, okay, you're right. Absolutely. Right now is not the right time for this to happen. <laughs> Gracie's going back to school. <clears throat> we were, uh, we weren't sure where we were going to be living. Right. Coronavirus, all this stuff. So we said, okay, you're right. Tonight, right now is not the right time. Even though I was like, come on, you know, let's maybe try. Let's kind of right. get there. Well, little did we should know, did we know that while we were on that hike, she was already a couple weeks pregnant. Right. Crazy. So, or, you know, whatever magic science was happening so um you were super excited like so yeah then off guard yeah then we were like okay so let's let's take this pregnancy test and uh she took the first one and it was like the stupid two lines or one line they can't make those easy they don't make it easy they're like super clear 99.9 percent accurate you'll know within the first minute and just like they should have it printed like are you pregnant and then should be like well so that's the second test so like it was like a three pack i don't know it's like (laughs) try this first one at a certain time of day oh then try this one yeah exactly it was like i don't know do you want a snickers do you want a milky way like you get it all it's the it's the fun bag um so when she took the one that was yes no that was i was late for work Mm-hmm. trying to get out of the house i was like okay okay come on come on come on come on, come on. let's just take this test yeah. and then boom it said yes and we looked at each other what the fuck <laughs> and i was like okay and we were both nervous excited for of course, sure as you should be as um, you should be. and even though it's not something that we planned it's not something that was 100 percent deliberate mm-hmm. um of course when you find out you're like, okay, well, if everything's normal and this all checks out and the the first eight-week appointment or whatever like, confirms this, this is our new reality. So how do we accept that? How do we start building you know, our new life around that? Right, and, and I mean, you guys had some serious plans here that kind of – I don't even want to say it got disrupted, but you definitely had to change. We had to change some things. Yeah. F- fortunately – coronavirus changed yeah those plans, kind of helped change those plans for us as your well hand, um so if yeah if it were if it were a normal situation uh where the this pandemic weren't happening then yeah it would have drastically changed the um the graduate school program the uh moving somewhere else it, it would have changed a lot of that stuff but yeah. the fact that this is all occurring um outside of uh expecting um <laughs> yeah. being pregnant um it it sort of I guess it made the decision a little bit clearer or it like clarified the situation a little bit more. Yeah. You want that statistic? Yeah, hit, hit it with it. What do you, well, what do you think? <laughs> I'm going to say 40%. 40%. So 40% of babies actually arrive on their anticipated due date. Uh, yeah, that's probably high, but I'll stick with it. Okay. Uh, the statistic is actually 4 to 5% of babies arrive on their predicted wow. due date. that's shocking. 
80% of women deliver somewhere between 38 and 42 weeks. Mm-hmm. So... To 42 weeks? Oh, that's if, a if Gracie baby. goes to 42 weeks, she's going to kill you and, and anyone who gets an I heard something that a baby in after... Um, after like 37 weeks or something, a baby can grow up to a pound per week. Or maybe it's after 40 weeks. That could be. It can grow a pound per week. And so like once you get to the outside of that 40, 42 week period, they're like induced labor, C-section, oh, yeah. get it out. Otherwise you're having a 10 pound kid. Oh, <laughs> which by the way, I think my, um, I think my, my sister-in-law was like 10 pounds. When she, oh. And she's like a small, she's like a small girl. Like she's not big. She's very petite, but she's like, yeah, I was 10 pounds when I was born. I'm like your poor mother. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't want to think about it. So you find out you're having a kid and then recently you found out you're having a daughter, which, yep. uh, so what, what were your thoughts, man? I mean, obviously it's, it's awesome. I will say Chris for, pumped, yeah. for me, I was like, oh shit, I have no idea how to raise a daughter. Like I don't, I, I, I was like, I, yes. could, I could fuck up a son like quite easily, but like, you know, just whatever, just throw him out in the woods and like, yeah. we'll be fine. But a girl, like I didn't have a sister, so I had no idea how to raise a yeah. daughter. I, that's true. And I guess like I had been thinking, of course I'll be happy either way like whatever whatever we're gonna have right um but in my head i was like oh i've got all these like really cool names for boys or like (laughs) i know exactly the name that i want for a boy and like i think about all the things that i'd be able to do with a son or right but then of course you know we're pumped that we're having a daughter and then you're just saying like okay great so now let's just figure out a name for a daughter and (laughs) For the first, I don't know, what, the first eight years, six years anyway, they're pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah, uh, So it's like you're just, you're raising a child. And then somebody said, uh, and you your, you and uh, your daughter's relationship is a prime example of this. Your daughter will be obsessed with you for at least like the first 10 years. Yeah. And then as she starts to grow up a little bit more and like maybe things are happening to her that only mom would understand. Right, yeah. They're like, yeah, dad's not really cool anymore. Like, dad's going to be pissed that I'm talking to this boy. And She's so. going to realize that her father's a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> she probably already knows no, that. No, I'm going to have a blast. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, you know, the other, the other thing that I figured out pretty early on is I had this assumption in my head that, like, women are very fragile. Yeah. And you have to be, like, be very delicate with them and... Uh, this was a wrong assumption because yeah. now I'll like just take my daughter and like throw her across the pool. Yeah, she's and, shit. Right? Like we'll like have like full on like hardcore pillow fights. I mean, it's just yeah. like I beat her up. Yeah, like, I yeah. toss her around. Right, so and maybe she's it's indestructible. Like, yeah, Malin's pretty pretty badass anyway. But like the fact of the matter is 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 like you can roughhouse with with girls. And this sounds weird because I promise you it's not in a sexual way. No, it's your, it's your <laughs> but, but it's like you can roughhouse with like these these kids and like uh, they get right back up. And and yeah. especially like like Malin, she's like tough as nails. So it's it's just awesome to like. To it'll not be really fun. Kid, Obviously, but. it'll be a weird uh, situation. So like um, when uh, when Gracie went to her first. Uh, OB appointment for us to like find out is this real or not I wasn't allowed in the doctor's office yeah that's weird so for like that you know to me I will never have the experience of being in a doctor's office and seeing the ultrasound and hearing the heartbeat you know with my own ears for the first time that so many people billions of people have had that experience I had it all over FaceTime which was weird and like a hundred yards away from me my wife was inside the building like having that procedure and right. I didn't experience that. The second time she went for whatever twelve week yeah. um, scan, I wasn't allowed to be there. So, rate you know, having a, a kid in a pandemic, you know, by the time it comes in February, um, things might be a little different, but I don't yeah. see them being drastically different than where we currently are. So, yeah. it's going to still be full mask. It's still going to be. No family or friends allowed other than spouse in yeah. the hospital. Yeah. Um, so you're not going to have the same, you know, full experience that a lot of other people have had. Um, I mean, like us, you guys were there uh, the night my daughter was born and my wife just ripped a huge fart in front of you guys. <laughs> we, how Malin was like eight hours old? I, it, uh, yeah, probably. Cause she was born in the middle of that night or early morning of that day, actually. And then you okay, guys came so at she like was six or like seven. 16 hours old yeah. or something. Yeah. And, 
and uh, they didn't really want to let us in anyway. And we were like, well, we're coming in. So, um, and, and then my wife welcomed you. Lindsay, just yeah, ripping, Lindsay just ripping ass, let it all loose. And I was like, okay, we're friends. Yeah, I get it. <coughs> um, so you will not, I will not let uh, Gracie will not be able to return the favor. Uh, yeah, that's okay. I'm I'm happy to yeah. to miss that one. Um, so it'll you know I I heard horror stories early on in the pandemic that hospitals weren't even letting fathers in the room when their uh, wives were giving birth. Dude, that's fucked up. Which that's is crazy. messed up. And there were I I know somebody who lived in the city and was delivering their first. Uh, and the hospital said that the husband wasn't allowed. And so they said, see you later. They came out to the suburbs. They moved yeah. in with their parents and delivered uh, a kid out of the hospital here in Connecticut because the hospital said we'd allow you uh, to be in the room. You kind of, yeah. Like, that, like dude, to miss that would be... It's a non-starter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like, I, un- I understand that there's so many unknowns right now, but... Sorry, I'm going to be there. Going to figure it out. Yeah. If all these other random nurses and doctors can be there, like, test me, put me in a, in a bubble or whatever, but yeah. I'm going to be there. Like, quarantine yourself for two weeks beforehand. Like, yeah. Got to yeah, be yeah. there. Because um, it's amazing. It's, like, the most surreal moment of your life. It will freak you out, amaze you, uh, definitely blow your mind, but also you're going to be like, this I didn't... disgusting. <laughs> well, it's disgusting, but it's also awesome. Like... Like I, I'm not screamish, but I just don't love like blood and gore and shit. But I was like, oh my god, this is like fascinating to me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's it's bizarre. The whole pregnancy <laughs> thing is bizarrely fascinating. Yeah. It is so crazy that a life is mm-hmm. developing and growing inside. And wait till you feel it kick. Like that's like Gracie's felt it move the last couple nights. Yeah. Like now, I can't feel it. It's too small right now. But right. Yeah. I remember oh, seeing one of your kids kicking and moving in Lindsay's yep. stomach and I was like that that's like straight out of Alien I'm just waiting for the mm-hmm. thing to like ah, ah, come out <laughs> Parker may have oh. <laughs> by the way I don't I'm coughing I don't have COVID I'm just getting over a cold oh yeah yeah exactly good thing we're six feet apart and there's plexiglass between us <laughs> yeah so here, here's probably more than you want to know yeah um, so I've been like hacking up phlegm and yeah. with COVID you have a dry cough this is definitely not a dry cough but I've been coughing Allergies? blood it's probably that too. Yeah. So, but I didn't tell my wife. <laughs> so this is like way too much information. Uh, I have a, uh, a wastebasket next to my bed and I'm just like in the middle of that, you know, when you're hacking up, I'm yeah. just like, I got to spit in there. So I was uh, last night spitting in there. And this morning my wife was making our bed because she's a woman and women are supposed to make it up. And she sees this, <laughs> the wastebasket and she's like, oh my God. She's like, I thought that was like kidney beans in there <laughs> i was like no honey that's I, those are my lungs it's just because you've been coughing so much <laughs> yeah 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 my just my throat's all just ripped up so i'm coughing up blood keep drinking that margarita yeah it's pretty good you can hear the uh yeah probably sounds great it does this is um we've had like beer and stuff on this podcast before but this is the yeah, this is one of the, the probably the first cocktail we've had outside of a uh, brown liquor yeah probably it is summer, so it's a, it's acceptable. Man, so a ton has been going on. Uh, you sold your house that we're currently sitting in, so we're you're, we're living on borrowed time right now. Well, yeah, a little bit. We uh, so we sold our house. Well, we put our house on the market. We kind of decided we were going to put our house on the market. Take advantage of the situation. Yeah, because the market's it's, it's definitely a seller's market right now. <clears throat> Two weeks later, we met our real estate agent. Uh, basically, a week after that, we put it on the market and sold it within two days. At asking price, got asking market, price. yeah, and uh, just crazy, and and somewhere in between there, um, we had this huge storm, like a hurricane and a tornado. Tropical all storm, Isaias. There you go, Isaias. Right. So we lost power for uh, a week, and as you know, because you housed <laughs> my family basically for a week, uh, because we're on a well here, we actually had no water, so we had to move out. Uh, we moved in with my parents. We actually worked from from Nate and Gracie's uh, apartment for. More time than we should have. It's like four days. Yeah. Right? Three, <laughs> we, days. we got to the point where we just like showed up and didn't even call you. We're just like, so this is what hey, we're, we're here. Yeah. Um, but it was a crazy storm, man. Like, it was. It, it was weird. 
we knew but it was I, coming, but it wasn't like this is going to be a, a storm that's going to fuck this shit up. It, that, but it actually did fuck a lot of shit up. Well, I think people are just so numb to all the coronavirus restrictions mm-hmm. that have been in place. And so people are like, all right, we're already quarantining. Everything's at, you know, 25% capacity. I can only go to the grocery store at such and such an hour. And like, yeah. oh, great. Now they're telling us to shelter in place because there's a tropical storm coming. Like, right. Great. Okay, right. whatever. But we happen to be on that bad northeast quadrant leading edge of the storm, right. even though it wasn't a hurricane anymore, but, in that windiest section. So we didn't get any rain. Right. It was like so weird. Cause West Fork like, got a tornado. But we got a fucking tornado. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, it's 90 mile an hour winds or 75 mile an hour winds. It's going to yeah. knock stuff over. But it did a lot more damage, I think, than people really expected. Yes. And even the power companies. All right. So now we're going to get specific to Borden, Connecticut. <laughs> Let's complain about Eversource because Eversource blows. Yeah. And I think everybody knows it. The governor wants to dismantle them, like break up the monopoly, whatever. And that's kind of the big issue because even before this, I was looking at my, my electric bill and I realized yeah. that I was paying more for delivery than I was for the actual electricity. And I get there's a lot of like infrastructure costs, right? Like you have to pay for these. But that was a specific mandate. Did you read about that? No. You know what? I tried to and I was like, I can't like wrap my head around so they, this. Or... They mandated that uh, the power company buy a certain amount of renewable energy from a power, uh, a nuclear power mm. plant somewhere. Yeah, like Millbrook or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Somewhere east, eastern Connecticut on the shore. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eversource said, okay, we'll do that, but it's extre- it's much more expensive. So that's why everybody's delivery charge basically went up twofold. Then... If you got a bill after July 1st, they said, due to the regulation 5C, blah, 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 whatever, as of July 1st, we're uh, back to our normal power supply and your delivery charge will be back underneath. So what was probably a uh, a well-intentioned progressive movement to buy cleaner energy instead of coal yeah. or whatever else, Right. everybody was like, whoa, yeah, give me cleaner energy, but don't charge me twice what I've been playing before. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... Okay. That's well, just like a not in my backyard thing. Exactly. Yeah. That's the problem. Eversource is like, well, what do you fucking want? Right. Do you want, do you want cheap energy? Because we can get you cheap energy all day long, but yeah. it's going to black out the sun. Right. Uh, if you, if you want to see the sun <coughs> and you want to breathe fresh air, it's going to cost you more money. So wow. yeah, they, they were getting hit from all ends. They did drop the ball. Uh, yeah. On and the tropical I storm. mean, just like you and I, we just said, we were kind of caught off guard by this thing, right? Yeah. Like it was a bigger storm than I think we expected, but like to just like they had to bring in crews from like like Nebraska and Canada and shit to just like which typically happens in a in a a pretty big storm anyway but it was like yeah places were out of power for nine days yeah it's crazy I mean you're you you lost money because your company was closed like you guys my business which is in a heavy industrial area never loses power and I mean never if it loses power it's like an hour yeah and they say oh shit that place in whatever South Norwalk lost power we were out for five days. We had four days, five days, whatever it yeah. was. We couldn't do any manufacturing. We couldn't do anything out of the space. Um, we're your the f- fridge. Do you, your fridges, right? Or no? Yeah, but like we there. don't really use them. The, yeah. Our subletter has freezers, Oof. and those were all out. Um, yeah, I mean, it was like it was disruptive for sure. My apartment's by the hospital though, so, <laughs> so that's I have power twenty four hours a day. I'll yeah. never have a problem. Uh, um, but how many people do you know now that went out and just bought generators? Like my parents did. We're looking at houses that have them now. Like, yeah, I was gonna say that probably in the homeowners market it will definitely change what people are are looking for. Yeah. But that same thing happened after Sandy. Uh, everybody yeah. went out and bought generators or they installed generators. The fact of the matter is, generators are like the worst kind of irony out there. The second that you need them. It's like, oh shit, I don't have diesel in it. Or right, it runs right. for 12 hours, then it's like, boom, it's shut down. Well, because it's broken and it hasn't been serviced. Okay, well, call the generator guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, you and 90,000 other people in the immediate area That's are having true. the same problem because you all thought like, it's so expensive servicing this generator that we need for what, once a year? Maybe, At yeah. most, if you're, you know, if you're in a really, really bad spot. Yeah. So why even bother spending the money on the generator? Just live like a caveman for... All of 36 hours, 48 hours. Yes. At the long end, I don't have young kids like other people do or six fridges that you have to (laughs) make sure all your milk stays fresh or whatever. Um, So I don't have the same struggle uh, or or reference point to this. But like, just deal with the power being out. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. Like, we like went out a lot and like went to parks and went to the beach. It was. Yeah. If you can, if you can afford it. 
quote unquote, whatever, to, to be out of power for four days or something, yeah. then um, lose power. Because otherwise you're paying $10,000 minimum to set up a generator for your house. Yeah. And what is it even going to service? It'll power your electricity, maybe the refrigerator, but you're yeah. not going to get AC. <sighs> no. Like I that's know. expensive as all hell. You're not going to get your laundry or any of that stuff. So like, right. you're just paying to have your lights on and a refrigerator running. And charge your cell phone. Right? Clearly, you do not work for Generac. Yeah, exactly. I do not work for Cannondale Generators. My uh, my uh, my dad is getting one because he's like, he's firmly convinced that with global warming, there's gonna be more and more storms like this. He's like, yeah, it just makes sense. And my dad doesn't spend money on anything, so it was like, wow, this this is really? big if you're doing it. Um, but he's like, yeah, just to get a transfer switch is like a thousand, two thousand dollars, something like that, just to like have that gizmo that says all right power's right. out now we've got to go to yeah. your grid here yeah it's, it's not cheap it's no. not a cheap investment in a small house in a large house whatever you want it to do mm-hmm. it's crazy so yeah you say this now but wait until yeah. you have kids and you're gonna be like oh, when i have kids and i'm buying a house or i am a homeowner i'm be like yeah this is a no-brainer like it's probably yeah. be a terrorist attack or something so <laughs> might as well have this generator nah who knows? fuck it who knows so what else has happened um Formula One. I was just going to say, Formula One. Formula One. Uh, I'm no longer a Ferrari supporter. Kick off. I'm not either. They suck. <laughs> this year is just atrocious. And they, they lost, like once they got rid of Vettel, I was like, ooh. I like Because he's my favorite driver. I'm like, it was handled very poorly. Um, yeah. And yeah, they're they're kind of a laughing stock. They're an embarrassment in Formula One. I mean, they're not even like mid-range anymore. They're not no. midfield. They're they're like <laughs> I think they're fifth or sixth in drivers in the yeah, uh, but team last championship. Week, last week was like horrific. 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 And they're gonna be in Monza this weekend and yeah. it's like, oh you're gonna you're gonna fuck up in front of your home. This hometown. is maybe not it's not just specific to uh Formula One, but sort of sports in general. Do you think a dominant athlete or team does a disservice to the sport as a whole. And the specific example um, here being Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton and Mercedes. I think that after a while, like I, you know, it's like the New England, New England Patriots and exactly. the NFL. Yeah, now, Chicago Bulls back in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, it's much. It's it's different there because it's it's harder to be like the winning team every single year over and over over, over again. Mm-hmm. Same can be said about Formula One, but. Once you sort of figure out the magic sauce in racing... <laughs> the formula, un- if you will. The formula. Um, unless the directives and the design of cars change drastically, like they will in 2022. Right. But in in like those three, four, five-year periods, everything stays relatively similar or the same. You can be yeah. much more dominant in Formula One. Whereas in like yeah. football, it's hard to put together a winning team Every year, six, seven, eight years in a row. Right. Yeah. I yeah, but it's still there. Um, so so I think that it. Uh, y- you and I were texting during this last race where we're like, oh cool, it's like Hamilton winning again, like yeah. snooze, like um, you just it just becomes expected, right? Like you just know that it's gonna happen, and great. <laughs> like like I don't really care about who comes in for a second and third anymore. I'm more like like the interesting race is in the midfield. Yeah, which is actually I guess that's. That's the positive. So one thing yeah. that um, the Netflix documentary uh, Drive to Survive did was shed a light on the midfield battle to me that like I didn't really ever think about or look totally. at in the races because yeah. you see the whole ranking of 20 drivers on the grid. Right. You're like, okay, cool. You know, XYZ for Renault, AlphaTauri, and you know, uh, yeah. Sauber are all back there fighting for 13th place. Who cares? Right. But there's actually really cool inter-team rivalries that are happening and, totally. and occurring. Yeah. We've just been looking at like, okay, who's the top five? Like, holy shit, is Vettel going to catch Hamilton this week? Or is like, right. is Botas going to break yeah. on, on Leclerc or something? Now yeah. that's completely irre- irrelevant. And you're right. One, two, three, you're just like, we know who it's going to be. Right. Maybe somebody will flip and get in there. But you're just watching the midfield battle until you hear like, Oh my God, Hamilton's got a flat, or he's a lost lost power right. unit, or something. You're just like, wait, what? what? You wait for like a rainy day. Yeah, exactly. Track and yeah, but like, like oh, maybe this will be interesting. If it's a normal day, it's an it's a not interesting race anymore at the top for the podium. Right. Which kind of sucks because you want to see who's going to be the best on the grid and watch a fight there. Yeah. You don't want to see people. I mean, I get people are fighting for for team points yeah. throughout the course of a race, but. Who wants Even to Hamilton is bored, by the way. Yeah, exactly. He's like, can other people please be better? Like, <laughs> yeah, Red Bull, like, can I, I didn't even something? realize it was the last lap. 
Yeah, that was that was kind of bad. I was, <coughs> it was just a zone, mate. I didn't even realize it was the last lap. I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, I didn't even realize it just won by a mile. Yeah, man. It's ah, it's it's, it's boring and it's it's it kind of sucks watching people fight for fourth, fifth, and sixth place. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's 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 obviously it's kept us hooked. Um, <laughs> we're part and, of a fantasy team. Um, right, which you're winning, league. by the way. Hell yeah, I'm winning. Did you cheat? No, of course not. Did I you look I didn't at do, like, the winner? Nope, okay. I didn't do what you did last year, you okay. cheater. Uh, <laughs> but I, what I didn't realize is um, you can enter up to three teams. Yeah. So I didn't realize that last year. This year, I entered all three teams. Yeah, I did too. Filled it. You, your Ferrari Fest is by far and away in last place. Yeah, as it should be. Okay. But um, I don't even I don't even look at it anymore because I know it just <laughs> sucks. Did you choose all Ferrari power unit teams also? No, 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 no. Uh, My winning team right now is McLaren. I think I've got McLaren. McLaren or Mercedes? In your top team? Yeah. It's either McLaren or Mercedes. I don't it might be Mercedes, but um yeah, like if you want to win, just It's fun. I mean, and it is cheating. It's not cheating if you're looking at the other leaderboards around the world. It's just interesting to see they're obviously making a lot of changes each week, you know, managing their lineup like you would right. yeah. NBA or football or something, um, which is so beyond us. Oh, totally. But it's just fun because, <clears throat> I don't know, it's like something to still be competitive Yeah. With. I'm like, oh, I've got Saints or Saints, yeah. Saints running this, this week. Like, oh, that's, that's and awesome. And we added a few more people in this year. Yeah. And I found out two more people. I happened to mention in passing I couldn't do something last Sunday because I was watching Formula One. The guy was like, you watch Formula One? <laughs> like yeah he goes i got a tape for this weekend too like well, what do you think is gonna happen i was like oh and i you like are wondering how do i break the ice like does he really know right what's right. going on in formula one by the way i don't know what's actually going on in formula one. <laughs> but you can like start saying a few things you're like yeah. is this guy a casual observer or does he know like right. what's happening in the league and the guy's just like super deep into no it. shit it's like oh okay all right that's Somebody awesome else. man Somebody you told him we have a, a fantasy league i know it's too late now but um, uh, that's cool. Yeah, it, it is one of those. It's almost like Fight Club, right? <laughs> like, yeah, you yeah. never really talk about Formula One because no one gives a fuck about yeah, it. People are like, oh, you're into that. Right, but then you'll have that one person that's like, dude, I'm into Formula One. Like our friend Manny, who like came out of nowhere, he's like, wait, dude, I didn't know you guys were into Formula One. And all of a sudden... Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> safe space, safe space. Safe space. Let's wait for the la- ladies to leave. <laughs> my, uh, I, I've been trying to get my daughter into watching it. So Sunday mornings, because most of the races run at, at nine o'clock on Sundays, which has actually been really nice. The fact yeah. that it's all been in Europe, yes, nine a.m. races, right. just like great. I get to eat breakfast, watch yep. this race. I let my like perfect. wife sleep in, grab my kids, we sit on the couch, we watch it a little it's bit. It's not like the Chinese Grand Prix that's at two a.m. and mm. you're like, oh yeah. But uh, so two weeks ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, my wife or my daughter was like, "Oh, I love Hamilton. I want Hamilton to win." I'm like, "Fuck you, pedal like the whole way." Uh, and then this this week we watched like the first lap and she's like let's watch the little mermaid <laughs> i'm like get the fuck off the couch They're like come on your boy's winning <laughs> yeah probably yeah. yeah i thought she wanted the pink team she likes the pink team but she likes hamilton as, as the racer well the pink team is basically copying what hamilton yeah well, that's doing. true and, and not so, doing a bad job of it i might yeah, say i'll give him credit um man dude what the hell else is going on well i'm so- just wondering when you're gonna get a haircut is that ever going to happen? I mean, it's this is COVID. This has been COVID, right? Yeah, COVID uh, I got it cut once because I was like, all right, if I'm going to actually grow this out, what do I need to do? Do I just let it go? What? Do I? Yeah. And everybody was like, no, you got to get it cut. You got to shape it a little bit. Whatever, get the split ends or something cut <laughs> so that it um it keeps growing. It encourages, stimulates growth. Whatever. So how long are you going to go? How long is my hair going to go, or how long am I going to go? Either way, like I mean, cut? what's what's the end end goal here? I, to be honest. The only time I would get it cut is if I have like a, a major meeting that this just starts to look stupid for. Yeah. Um, and maybe a wedding. But not the birth of your daughter. What? What was? You want to have my... like these like this long like ponytail like man bun when you meet your daughter for the first time? Get pictures taken? I don't think it's. I'd, if it could be a man bun by then, I'd be thrilled. That'd be pretty amazing. But like, it's just not getting there. It's weird. It's. It's growing, but it's not yeah. growing. You've got thick hair, though, man. Yeah, it's not growing as fast or as long as I thought it would. Because um, when I get it cut, yeah, it feels like I need it cut every six weeks. Yeah, and then it just gets annoying. Um, but this time, since I said no, I'm not getting it cut. I just didn't think about it. Yeah, 
And I don't think about it until I think today or yesterday I was like, oh yeah, I haven't gotten my haircut in a while and I haven't even, it hasn't even crossed my mind. I've just been dealing with it every single morning. Um, but I don't know. I would say like, oh my God, you have to wash your hair, but you don't even wash your hair. I don't wash my hair. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just rinse it with water. Maybe that's why it's not growing. I mean, it like, no, actually that's what it said when I read this article or whatever, how to grow out hair. It says skip the shampoo. It does say shampoo once a week, Mm. which to me is like, no, no, we're not doing that. Why would I do that? Uh, Use more conditioner. Um, yeah, I haven't used conditioner in a while. Maybe that's what I need to do. Uh, use product. Really? Product. Oh, because like maybe just it's like help shape it because yeah. otherwise it's just doing its own thing. Yeah. I don't know. You could read all this sh- shit online and <laughs> what's it going to tell you? Yeah, man. Um, so the other thing I wanted to touch on was our 100 mile bike ride. Yes. I was going to say actually Or there, there, thereabouts. Asterisk 100 mile. Uh, Near 100. Um, so we picked a very hot day to do it. Which was just, I mean, we, not that we like attended. Well, we said to, we wanted to do it on a Saturday so that we had Sunday to recover. So that we could like. Right, right, So right. we weren't doing 100 miles on a Sunday and then going to work on Monday. Right. Thinking, all right, the 100 miles is going to be brutal. We're going to be tired. Let's hang out afterwards at somebody's house. Yeah. And then have Sunday to like do what we would want to do over a weekend. But that didn't of happen. It, no. <laughs> we went out on a brutally hot day. Sunday happened to be perfect like the most beautiful day humid free day that you could go out and ride could have been doing it in the middle of the day oh you mean saturday Saturday. no sunday would have been that way. oh right i'm sorry yes saturday Saturday. when we went for a ride on saturday (coughs) it was like we started at 5 a.m and instantly glasses were fogged up we were like oh my god this is this is depressing yeah um but there were a lot of other things that occurred (laughs) Well, not so many. A lot of other things. So my, I, had, I invited my buddy who had, um, uh, who I actually ended up, uh, probably about ten years ago. We rode from Manhattan out to Connecticut, out to out to Fairfield, uh, about sixty miles, <clears throat> kind of a leisurely pace because a lot of it was on like major roads. Um, we did it. It was fun. Uh, popped a few tires, but you know, other than that, it was fun. Uh, and then he had actually just done a. Um, uh, just on a century up to Bear Mountain with with his buddy. So I was like, okay, cool. Like he's he's like in on Bear it. Bear Mountain's no joke of a ride. No, like not at all. When you get there, forget the fifty mile ride just to arrive at the base of Bear Mountain. But to like get up. To get yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Although he was like, Yeah, it wasn't really that hard of a climb. I was like, You're yeah. crazy. Um, it's really hard. <laughs> so what we uh, didn't know is that well he I mean, uh, there were a few strikes against him and not, not through no fault of his own. Um, he definitely like had the wrong bike for it. It was a heavier yeah. bike. It was uh, aluminum or whatever. His um, <clears throat> seat post was busted or something. Yeah, and he had like because he he actually lives in the city. I think it was a lot. It was very heavy. Um, like he had a lot of extra like things on it that to prevent like theft and things like that. Yeah. Um, and so uh, and I, I guess he also didn't have pedals or I mean he had pedals but he didn't have uh, <laughs> clipless pedals or whatever. So. It was just a lot of like, you know, we would like go and then have to wait and go and wait. And I think we were kind of looking at the timetable and be like, listen, the longer we wait, the hotter it's going to get. Like we kind of wanted to get it done with, get home, like, you know, done. Yeah, we, we, our goal was wheels up 5 a.m. or like 5.10. And I mean, we were like 5.15, super, super early so that we could finish early. Yeah. Because of the heat. Right. And, uh, yeah, it just, we kind of kept watching the time just tick by and we're like, shit, this, this isn't going to work. Um, and so, uh, I, I guess it was probably mile 50, 55, maybe 60. It was after the halfway. Cause yeah, we turned was, around at Bridgewater. It was like just past halfway. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, listen, I can't leave this guy behind. Um, and so we, uh, I was like, you guys go, I'll stay. Um, and then it was a lot of like, a lot of that of like, I almost called it like, like yo-yoing. Like I would go, I would stop, wait for him to catch up, go stop, wait for him. Cause you like, it's so inefficient to go so slow Yeah, and it was driving me crazy. And I was like, it, I just couldn't go at that rate. Right. And I'm not trying to yeah. be a dick. I but just, you're like, like, literally you have to ride, the, <laughs> ride the brakes. Yeah. Literally like while like, pedaling. Yeah. To stay that slow. Yeah. Um, and it was getting hotter and hotter and I was like, this is going to suck, um, like really badly. Uh, so eventually we got to like mile 85 and 
like I was waiting for him at a. Like, I was. I remember I was sitting on a guardrail, and I was like, "Dude, do you want?" He tapped out too, right? Well, yeah, and he got there, and he was like, "Man, it's so hot!" And then it it was blistering and hot. I was like, "Wow, I'm a little dizzy." Like, yes. and I'd been eating a lot. I've been drinking water and everything, but I was like, "You know what?" Like. I'm not having fun. I think it was like close to one thirty or two at this point. So we were like in midday sun. Right. And I was thinking about, like, cause I knew the route and I was thinking of the route ahead those last 15 miles. And it was like no tree cover. Cause it was all down by the beach. Uh, it was all like bigger, bigger roads. So you couldn't really hide in the shade. I was like, you know what, man, uh, let's just call it. Right. And he was like, yeah, well, Without being a dick, like he was the one that was gonna call it, but I was like, yeah. let's 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 do it. Yeah. So I had to call my dad. <laughs> my dad comes and picks us up, um, and then uh, yeah, so I I inadvertently beat you guys. Yeah, uh, although I took a car the last fifteen miles, um, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to do it again. I just I don't think we should do it in the middle of the summer like that, um, and and maybe have some better equipment for for certain riders. I agree. I I would I would like to do it again. Uh, just to say, I mean, I, I did the 100 miles. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I can tell it. when you guys got to the end, you were like, that it was, it was, um It was a good route for a majority of it. Finishing yeah. the way that we finished was a horrible idea. So why is that, though? Because I thought the, it would have been, I mean, aside from the sun. You would think that it was a good way, but yeah, the sun was an issue. I guess um, drive, uh, riding through Fairfield down at the beach was yeah. terrible. Way too many cars. Yeah. No escape from the heat. The blacktop was baking. Yeah. Um, and I thought to myself, because that was part of the Fairfield half, um, the route, yeah, uh, route that it would be good. It's great when you go Southport and West, but the, uh, uh, what's the beach down there? Uh, Jennings, uh, South Beach, Jennings, Je- Jennings, yeah, Jennings Penfield, right in that area. Yeah. So that area was horrible <laughs> to ride through. Um, yeah. and I, I should have figured out a way to, to skip that. Well, I mean, a Saturday in July, like it's going to be just... I know, or, but we had also thought we were only going to be going through there at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the right. morning, not at one fifteen. Right, right. So that was, that was, I think, the other problem. Um, and the stopping and going through the whole process was just like, it got got people on edge and, and people were just like, All right, <laughs> let's get the hell home. This yeah. is stupid. So, you know, when we finished it, even, even Ryan was like, guys... A way better ride is a seventy mile ride. Like <laughs> we could go out and knock out seventy mile rides all day long. Like yeah. that's a great training ride. A hundred, yeah, it's cool to say you did a hundred, but it sucks. Yeah, I'm like, you're right. Okay, today sucked. That being said, if we started somewhere that's not right on the shore and is in, you know, a, a city, Norwalk. Yeah. It, it, to get anywhere out of Norwalk, you have to ride through some sort of urban center. Right. Same deal with Fairfield. Same yeah. deal with you know Darien, anything like that. I mean, even Westport, like there are some areas where I'm yeah, like, oh, you have to cross, cross Route One, or you got to yeah. you got to deal with some places. So start somewhere that's already out in the rural countryside, and then just stay on rural roads. Mm-hmm. In this area, it's hard to do that without hitting also a lot of hills. So, right. Yeah. And which is were, which is okay. I mean, we had a couple rough climbs. I'm gonna say there was probably that one into Newtown was, yeah, brutal because it was just like, oh, this keeps going. Yeah, there were probably three or four, just long continuous climbs. The one uh, to the top of the route in Bethlehem. Um, if you yeah. remember that road going past the, the big kind of sweeping far- farm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when you get to the top. It's like, oh, okay, I'm there. There was that country store that we stopped in. Yeah. And that's where we took the right-hand turn to start heading back south. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that climb especially is just like, man, this is easily over a mile long. Yeah. And you're just constantly <laughs> climbing out of the river valley. So when you're doing that only at the halfway point of a 100-mile ride, you're just thinking, shit, there's no way I'm going to get through this. No. But at least it's all downhill coming back south from there. Yeah, With absolutely. intermittent climbs. Um, but the advantage is there's so many beautiful roads in this area. So. And that's like what I forget about because I'm so concentrated in like the like yeah. route one 95 corridor yeah. that to even go five miles north of here, there's like streams. Five, half a mile from here. <laughs> yeah. Half a mile from here is probably some of my favorite riding roads starting yeah. in that area. Yeah. Like yeah. so many perfect areas. It's just awesome shit. Like really fucking cool. Yeah. And that's what I've really loved about biking this summer mm-hmm. uh, is just saying, okay, if I'm going to commit to, if, and I know if, if I know that I can handle this, I'm going to do at a minimum a 50 mile ride, 
but my sweet spot's going to be 50 to 75 miles. Yeah. There are so many places you can go and so many different places that you can see. Yeah, absolutely. It has been awesome. And it's like, I'm now, I'm not going to say obsessed with biking, but I am like, I am in <laughs> love with biking. So much so that I rode this morning in the pouring ass yeah, rain. Yeah, by the way. Stupid workout. Yeah, but, good on um, you. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's a great way to see a lot of places similar to the motorcycle, why I loved the motorcycle, yeah. but a completely different kind of experience because of the physical effort. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say 100% I'd do a 100 miler again. Just find a, a better starting point. If you found something with less hills, fewer hills, then that's okay as well. But yeah. um, I, I think a slightly different route and keep it maybe keeping the group smaller. So yeah. like three or four people at most as soon as you get outside of that then you yeah. have to start worrying about other people's different abilities like some guy might be great on the you know flat stretches right and there's a horrible climber but he'll bomb down the other side of the hill yeah and you have to like gauge you know all right how do we average this this group out yep whereas totally. if you go with three guys you know where everybody stands it's yep. okay i'm willing to wait for that one guy because it's only three of us riding. Right. But if it's ten of us riding, be like, no, screw that guy. Like, yeah. He either catches up or you know, right. so else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. So we should play. You're right. We should plan another one. Um, I was like, man, I don't think they want to ride with me anymore. <laughs> no, no, we absolutely. You, you are fully capable of staying with, with the group, and and being able to ride that distance. Yeah, man, it's fun, dude. I, I mean, even and you got a good, you got a new bike. I know. It's great. I love it. Dude, I, any excuse to get out on that thing. Clips, was, clips are good. Clips are great. I, I, I was uh, Nate had told me that he, his friend had bought this like radar for his Garmin that kind of detects cars coming up oh, behind your you. Garmin too, but you had, didn't have that hooked up for the hundred miles. Right, my Garmin because Garmin had shut down. Yeah, <laughs> Garmin, Garmin had that like fuck. There's a lot of bad things oh that God. happen. Um, yeah. So, but I ended up buying this this radar because I, I made so much fun of it, and then I almost got clipped like two weeks ago by a car that just like snuck up behind me and it's just no joke. Yeah. Yeah. And having this thing just like so recognize you, it. You rode yesterday, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did yeah. Did you use it? Yeah. And you like it? Love it? it all, it it's works really it's well. so great. I mean, I still kind of like look over my shoulder every once yeah. in a while just to make sure that, um, but it hits every car. Like it's it, weird. It's like a super simple technology and the yep. way it displays on the screen is even super, super simple. simple. Yep. But it's so effective. Yep. And like it tells you like if it's you know, obviously you know, but like the yellow or the orange is like it's coming How up slowly. Fast. Yeah, yeah. Red. Yeah, that like, was the weird thing. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. It changes color based on the speed yeah. of the car. And it's it's awesome, man. It like it definitely it's just reassuring. Even if it doesn't like if I don't like count on it and if I still kind of look over my shoulder, there is sort of this like safety net to it. So I like it. Apparently what it also does <laughs> is you can look at uh, your your ride uh, after the workout and it'll show you a heat map of where cars pass you. Oh, no shit. Um, so you can say like, man, I really like that route, but I felt like X road was a little bit busy. A lot of cars. You can go on to that, onto that workout and it'll show you, yeah, yeah, when you were on route 136, this is where you had the most traffic. This road was the quietest. So like you could plan a route around that or say like, hell no, avoid that road. There were way too many cars. That's awesome. That's a little deep into, but, into the data. But I mean, that's great. Especially like, you know, you want to go like discover these like unknown roads and these small roads. Yeah, you have no idea. Um, I will say there is that one road that that we, that we as a group were kind of, kind of cruising down um, – like in Easton or Reading, you know, you're like, <clears throat> you said you almost lost it on your motorcycle. Oh uh, yeah. Church street. Church street. Dude, yep. that road is so much fucking it's fun. Cool, yeah. Like you just get in this tuck, you kind of go over these like tight turns and it is, we just bomb the fuck yep. down that road. Yeah. That was so And much then fun. Ryan made a wrong turn and he was like, damn it, Nate, I had all yeah. this speed. <laughs> that was true. That was so much fucking fun. Oh yeah, my God. That's, like, that's a good road. It's a, it's a bitch to get up there. It's a big climb. But nice. once you get up there, man, that it's like worth it just to just to bomb that road. Well, we should forget even just the hundred mile rides. We can do some training rides that are in the forty to sixty mile range. Yeah. Yeah, and you have a good place as long as you're still living here. You have a good place to base <laughs> out of. <laughs> well, at least for another month and a half I'll be here. Fuck. <laughs> I hope it closes, but yeah, then um Well my house is closing. <laughs> Like no matter yeah. what, I it's we're selling the house. Right. I just don't have a place to go yet. Yes. And hopefully, <coughs> I can keep selling it to the same person that wants to buy it. Yeah. Despite the fact that I need to put <clears throat> twenty five thousand dollars worth of septic into it. A whole new 
poop processing plant in the back. Yeah. Is it really hot in this room? Or it is I? hot, yeah. Okay. It's hot. You want to call it? We might need to. I'm just, right. I'm like sweating and I can't stop it's coughing. Um, welcome back. Let's Nate. get, let's get, I mean, we say this every time. Let's get it back going again. Yeah, totally. Um, now that I have it set up in my own place, maybe. It's so easy. Even if like you're home, like, you know, have an hour or whatever. Yeah. You can just do a Zoom or whatever. It's good. We'll work on it. Okay. Congratulations right. on being a dad. Thanks. Congratulations on being homeless. Not yet. Not yet. Six weeks. I, I'm rich and homeless. Like, yeah. I made all this money from the sale of my house, but yeah. I have nowhere. But I can't afford the next place. <laughs> but I can't afford the next place. Uh, cool, man. Well, uh, till next time. Hopefully, it's not too too far away. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, we'll chat again. All right. Cool.